0: 91.3 WLRN presents Topical Currents. Today's edition is devoted to our longtime Topical Currents friend, colleague, and producer, Linda Gassenheimer. Good afternoon, this is Joseph Cooper on a rather sentimental day. My retirement from WLRN begins soon, and Topical Currents will end its nearly 18 year run on the station next week. So today is Linda Gassenheimer's final program segment. It's been an incredible era for those involved, and Linda's food and dining has been a joy for all of us, right from the start back in 1999. So many superb guests have appeared. We've sampled such delicious food, nurtured, cherished friendships, and had great fun along the way. So help us remember and celebrate a bit today. Linda Gastenheimer, Bonnie and I return after NPR and Regional News. Song ever, ever. (laughs) Joseph Cooper, Bonnie Berman, and today's topical currents. I love that cajero feel to that theme, Bonnie.
1: Yeah, great Latin sound.
0: Well, it's a notable day for us here at uh, Topical Currents and WLRN. Certainly a sentimental one. Chef, author, syndicated columnist, and producer. Linda nimer is here.
1: Nothing unusual in that, of course, but there is something different about today's program. It's more than a milestone. It's a celebration of Linda's long devotion to our program and her acclaimed food and dining extravaganzas heard each week.
0: Some of you may be aware that topical currents will cease to air next month. So this is, it's rather hard to say, this is Linda's last food and dining program. I should say topical currents itself will conclude next week.
1: Next week. Next Thursday. Next Thursday, September 28th. We
0: still have another week. 2
1: p.m., correct. Now, Topical Currents hasn't been canceled. Joe has chosen to retire. So after nearly 18 years of broadcasting, Topical Currents will come to a conclusion, and there's a new program produced by WLRN News on the way slated to begin in the same slot, Monday, October 2nd, called Sundial.
0: Now... There's a but there. Bonnie continues on at the station, thankfully. Hmm. She'll be in a new role as the pledge producer for TV and radio, certainly an integral part uh, of our operation. So, Linda, welcome. Today, I think back to even before your first segments uh, first aired, I looked it up January 7th, 1999, and we had a little luncheon meeting at is right off Brookle Avenue.
2: That's right, Joe.
0: I'd only met you once before.
2: Well, first of all, it's really been a fascinating 18 years to be with you. Uh, and, Bonnie, you've been on air for the last five years with us, but you were engineering well before that. And yeah. And we've known each other for X amount of years, we won't say. Exactly. Right. And uh, it's been a fun and a treat working with both of you. Uh, we've interviewed some very interesting celebrities. And Joe, that's right. Remember we had lunch together so we got to know each other and you said boy, this is going to be, you know, I've got four days to go. We've got a lot of stuff to fill in and uh, we had a, a long talk we got to know each other. I
1: remember, Joe, when you were talking about putting this show together and you thought of Linda and I remember when you, before you had lunch with Linda, you talking about what you were going to do and how to, you know, to go about doing the show
0: I was kind of alone as producer at the time right. and uh, I had a lot of time to fill right. uh, four hours a week that's a lot of programming and I wanted to have something that was very community oriented and food and dining seemed to go and the perfect dancer w- who I'd been reading her column in the dinner and minutes and seeing uh, Fred's wine uh, recommendations with that so it seemed like a natural and we got together and I didn't think it would last eighteen and a half. half. Well, little years,
2: did we realize at that point it would be it, it, January would have been, would be our nineteenth, starting our nineteenth right. year together. And talking about Fred Tasker, he was with us for seventeen years on air, wonderful and and it, it, well before that he was writing the wine suggestions for right. my dinner and minutes column. And um, he, he, just a treat to work with Fred. It's always so funny. He was always there, always responsible. It was great. And <clears> he <throat> was a
1: great presence on the show as well for many, many years. Yes.
0: And, and a terrific uh, reporter. I've never seen a more versatile writer and reporter than Fred Tasker.
2: Exactly. And then he decided to retire. And I said, Fred, just like a divorce, you know, <laughs> we've been together so long, but we wish him well. Of course. Uh, and, all his and he retirement. would call
1: today. He's a little under the weather, but yes, otherwise so, he otherwise. would be with but us he
2: today. But sen- he sends his good wishes to you, Joe. Of course. And course. Um, and we have someone on the phone now who wants to uh, join us, uh, Jen Koretnik. Hello, Jen. Hi there. How are you? Great. Feeling yeah. nostalgic, are we? Just a little bit, and uh, a little. we ha- we've had a restaurant roundabout. We were talking about that earlier when we did Facebook Live. Bonnie and I did a Facebook Live. If you'd like to go to the WLRN Facebook page, you can see it. About the restaurant roundabout, and, and I was saying,
1: Jen, do you know how Linda would field those calls? Like, you know, those, the restaurant roundabout, of course, was the hour <laughs> devoted to everybody calling in, telling us their favorite little spot, maybe their little diner or their little out-of-the-way uh, Italian restaurant, whatever the case. And we or would or their o- complaints or their complaints <laughs> or their not so favorite. But I, we would always know when it was the owner yeah, of the we restaurant calling. Absolutely, right. And then, or the chef or the, the chef. chef Or the chef, right?
0: And I I had to be the bad guy and say, "This isn't the owner, is it?"
3: Well, well, Linda or Linda would kind of relished that. (laughs) Yes, yes, being
1: the bad guy.
2: (laughs) And and Jen, you've been with us, oh, I think almost since the beginning, giving us your restaurant uh, information. So yeah, it was
3: like raising a child, you know. And I did raise my children during this time. So, but you know what I was really thinking about, Linda, was. During this time, how many bad meals you and I have shared? <laughs> we have had
2: some <laughs> truly awful dining experiences. And some recent ones as well.
3: Oh, yes. I mean, there have been many, many excellent, excellent meals that we have had. We shouldn't, we shouldn't just focus on the negative. But there have been some outstandingly bad ones, too. And I think that is all part of the, the dining thing. You know, people look at the, the jobs that we have and they say, I wish I were you. And I think about that, and I think, oh, food poisoning. <laughs> you want that part also?
2: Right, yes. I remember once we did go out and have that. But, um, but Jen, you know, it's been wonderful working with you. You're so professional. You know so much about the food scene here in Miami. So I want to thank you for being part of our Restaurant Roundabout and Restaurant Reviews. And also
0: the mango queen, Jen.
2: Oh, yes.
3: And, you know, I should tell you that the mango trees did survive the storm, and everything is fine there. I know people have been asking me how our mango trees did. Our mango trees are nearly a hundred years old and they are big and, and there is no damage to them at all. So I know everybody's gonna be super happy to hear that. But I thank you guys for giving, you know, the South Florida restaurant scene a platform because without you, I don't think that people would have had as much knowledge and as much enthusiasm for it. And, you know, nationally, Miami is the top four places in the growth of restaurants and dining.
2: Is that and right? I think you're a wow. part of that. Yeah, right.
3: that is right. That is correct. Um, statistically, we are always in the top five. One year we were number one. One year we were number two. This year we're number four. Hmm. I know, I know sometimes
0: after we did a, ra- a roundabout uh, that I would go to a restaurant and, and mention that, that we had done the radio show, and they said, my gosh, we were slammed that night because it was mentioned on the roundabout by – you know, one of the reviewers like you, Jen, or, or Matt. or mm-hmm.
2: oh, Anyway, yeah. it, it was, <clears throat> excuse me, it was amazing. Yeah, sometimes my husband would say, don't talk about that restaurant because we won't be able to get in. <laughs> yeah, I, you <laughs>
3: don't, sometimes you want to keep your secrets to yourself. It is right. true. The,
2: the nice part of the, about the restaurant round by is I wanted people to call in about their mom-and-pop places, their little local treasures, because mm-hmm. that's where some really good food exists. And, but, you know,
3: that's the foundation of Miami, too. Those are the places that have stayed through the hurricanes, through the changes, through through all sorts of economic storms and they're still here.
2: Great. Well, Jen, thanks so much for uh, for being on with us and for uh, calling in now. Thank you. Okay, Thank Jen. Thank you happy thanks, retirement, Joe. Go have a steak. Oh,
1: you deserve and,
0: it. <laughs> oh, he will. A pork steak. Oh, <laughs> <know> he
1: will <laughs> with bacon.
2: <laughs> okay, thanks
0: okay. thanks Jen correct, Nick Thank you. Thank you very much. Perhaps our Bye. listeners would like to call in and say uh hello to linda and uh, maybe maybe remembering a a a, particularly interesting segment that you've heard if you'd like to do that that's easy enough 1-800-743-9576 1-800-743-WLRN also email bonnie will take those radio at wlrn.org radio at wlrn.org if you'd like to uh Call in and say hello, and maybe say say goodbye to Food and Dining. Not say goodbye to Linda, but say hello, goodbye hello. to Food and Dining. And of course, Linda still is a nationally syndicated food columnist, so it's right. not like she's uh, and her dinner and minutes
1: are legendary. <laughs> How many dinner and minutes have I
0: had in eighteen and a half years, or seventeen and three quarters years?
2: Well, I don't know. You oh. know, my, you can do the math. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, people can still read my column in in the Herald. And, you know. Sure. It's syndicated. It goes to t- six million readers every week. And you go
0: to so many food events,
2: right? Yeah, and you'll
0: be at the book fair.
2: And oh, yes, thank you. I will be at the book fair with my latest book. Um, it's my seventh book for the American Diabetes Association. But so. you have
0: a score of books, don't you? Over thirty. Over thirty.
1: But I remember Joe and I one year went to. Wasn't that the Was that the book fair we went Grove to? Grove Arts Festival. The Grove Arts Festival, right? And you were there making chocolate mousse. And I had both of you cooking. And you had us cooking. (laughs) Well, we
0: were beating egg whites.
1: Yeah, you did a good job, (laughs) Joe.
0: With the electric mixer thing. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. That's probably the last time I cooked, Linda. How many years ago was that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did you just call me recently, Bonnie Berman, and say I just bought something and I don't know what to do with it? What what was it? And I said, why did you buy it? (laughs) That's right. What was it? What was I cooking? I can't remember. You can't remember either. What
1: was it? Um, You'll think of it it's such an outstanding event
2: that but i know <laughs> i couldn't she, she's called, and, and then joe cooper called me about oh, how to make a pie a crust one.
0: i was making a banana cream pie and i was trying to make the crust from scratch with the crisco and the little beads and the water and all that stuff and it just turned out a mess so i had to call linda and ask her if she could straighten me out and i had the little curve, you know that Wait, little curve they ask thing. if she could
2: straighten me out that would be a difficult <laughs> job to start with <laughs>
0: Well, anyway, I had great banana pudding, as it turned out.
2: Good, good. Instead of
1: no pie crust.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, we're thinking about some of these stories and some of the highlights and all of what we did. I don't know if you remember, Joe, that one of the very first uh, people I interviewed to start with, 18 years ago, was the director, Francis Ford Coppola. Right. Uh, That was very, very daunting. And at that point, we were taping him. And I went to his hotel room because... We, he couldn't come into the studio, and an engineer is supposed to come with me. And last minute, I was told the engineer couldn't come, but here's the equipment. So, and, you, and you You're you on have, your own, kid. You're on your own, and you only have one mic, and you have to get close to him. So I'm walking into the suite. His wife and PR person is there, and I said, Hello, Mr. Coppola, um, I need to sit really, really close to you. <laughs> he said, What? <laughs> And he said, well, come over here and sit on the sofa with me. And it was a delightful interview. He was kind of a big teddy bear. Um, and he was telling me how he loves to cook. He would he would take his, um, when he, before a movie, he'd have the whole cast come out to his home in Napa Valley, and he would cook for them. And Does, was that before? The Did winery. he have the wine
1: already? The yes, winery? He, had, oh, okay. he had the
2: winery. And mm-hmm. um, he, he bought this wine. He almost went broke buying it, he told me um and he yeah so he it would break the ice and get the cast together for his for the show which was really um very nice and and talking to people like that you get to really understand talking to people about food about what they're really like because i said to him you know, uh, Mr. thank you so much, Mr. Coppola, for the interview, but I have a chance for a print interview, and could you just uh, end a few more minutes? And his PR person said, no, he can't. He's late, and he has to do it. And he said, I like her, and I'm going to stay and help her out. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that kind of thing. You don't expect from somebody so famous and so important. Um, And that was my beginning here.
0: (laughs) I remember making, now that you say, well, making a fool out of myself, which is pretty easy, but with Martha Stewart, she was coming to town, it was by phone you had her on. Right. And she was coming to a festival or something, and she was saying something about she was going to do this event and that event. And then she said, and Then I guess I'll just go to my hotel room on Miami Beach. So I got to be a smart aleck and said something. Well, well, Martha, if you're not busy, you know, maybe we could get together or something. <laughs> and she said, Oh, well, 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 perhaps we could, Joe. And I said, Well, maybe you could come over for dinner. <laughs> you know, of course, I'm kidding. I'm not going to cook for Martha Stewart. And she kind of <laughs> sucks. Well, we could, we could talk about that or something. And of course, she was kidding. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, but, a
2: lot, but, but following on to that, Joe Cooper, Martha, we had her on several times, and one time it was for Valentine's, and I said to Martha Stewart, uh, what are you cooking for your Valentine? And she said, oh, I wish I had a Valentine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go, Joe. You could have been. There you
2: go, Joe. You could have been that. But, um, but I was thought she was joking, but a few days later, she was on the Today Show, said the same thing, and they registered on Match.com. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, hmm. you don't expect that for... Uh, do we need to take a break Well, here? we will.
0: Why don't we give out the phone number? I'm sure our listeners would like to uh, call in and uh, talk with us and talk with Linda, especially. 1-800-743- 9576. 1-800- 743-WLRN. Also, email. That's radio at org.
2: Okay. So... um We'll t- we'll just take a short break yeah. here. I'm Linda Gassenheimer talking with Bonnie Berman and Joe Cooper every, as we've done for 18 years. Take a short <laughs> break, and we'll be back. <laughs> and we're back. I'm Linda Gassenheimer. And we've been reminiscing over these past 18 years that I've been with Joe Cooper. It last- doesn't seem possible. No, it just keeps going on and on and all that. Um, and we've been asking people to call in with their... With their memories of food and dining and what's been happening, uh, and uh, let's go. We have a caller here, and this caller is quite well known, I think. H- Michelle Bernstein. Hello. Hi,
4: gorgeous
2: lady. How are you? I'm fine, Michelle. One of the, our most famous Miami women chefs. So Hi, nice Michelle. To- <laughs> Hi. How is everybody over there?
4: Good. How just are you? Fine. Quite We're the just TV fine. personality, Good. also. Yes. So tell us I'm what' just calling I'm just calling Linda, because you are the best, and you are the reason why so many, so many restaurants um, stayed on the map and have flourished. and you're one of the reasons why people whet their appetite and go out and dine.
2: Well, that's so wonderful and I just you want to, to tell say. you
4: that you're, you're going to be missed.
2: Thank you so much. I'm not going away. I know, I know.
4: Trust me. I I read you more than I I listen to you because I'm never, you know, near a radio, but I just want you to know that this show is very, very important to us chefs and restaurateurs, and and this will be missed. You, my dear, will never be missed because you're always going to be around and somehow you never change and never age, but um, this will definitely be missed, this show.
2: Well, the never age part. Michelle, you've just become my best friend.
0: (laughs) Actually, she really hasn't. Remarkable. Whoa, Joe. Remarkable.
2: Wow. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. And, Michelle, if you remember, um, we knew each other when you were just beginning uh, in your career here. And uh, you came and you you, you did a demonstration for a, a convention that was here.
4: Um. yeah the bays in my face I will never forget I wasn't going to
2: say about the bays in your (laughs) face I was just going to be polite about (laughs) it's
4: okay you know what it's my shining moment I got bays in my face from a blender that exploded on me and I kept on going so and you were lovely and you came up to see if I needed help and I'll never forget that and I was young and skinny back then and you were delightful then and you've always been there for all of us you know definitely me
2: well, in that field. well, it's a wonderful tribute, Jan. You're going to make me cry. So thank you so much for calling, Michelle Bernstein. All right, I love you. Thank take you. care. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Uh, uh, um, you know, um, that's a lovely tribute. <laughs> thank you. Uh,
1: and we have one from Susan. Yeah, go ahead. She says, bye-bye, Linda. Regular listener will miss the whole show, but always loved Thursdays. Loved hearing Joe snarf down on everything in sight. Really enjoyed hearing Linda interviewing Jacques Pepin and their easy friendship. One thing that always made me laugh was the weird stuff she would bring back from the Fancy Food Show. (laughs) This has been a fun show, a bit of a respite from the serious and sometimes depressing news shows. We'll miss you, Linda, and hearing about local eating establishments and watering holes, Susan and Davey. And that was one of the things that we did the Facebook Live. I brought up that last Fancy Food Show. Definitely the worst of the worst.
2: Now, see... And I told everybody that you have to understand, as we mentioned earlier, Bonnie doesn't know how to cook. And um, we have opposite tastes, for sure. <laughs> very different tastes. But as
1: I said, we have one thing we share in common that we both love.
2: Is? Chocolate. Chocolate, yes, yes. And um, as you, another memory is that, um, if you remember, we had Dwayne Wade's um, chef, personal yes, yes. chef, Rich, uh, Richard Ingram. He was great and he he was tasked with changing Dwayne Wade, everybody has to know that he was a heat player, (laughs) Uh, and um, from burgers and and fries to healthy eating, and so he came on to talk about that, but he arrived at the station, I don't know if you remember, Ron, with this enormous box, Um, and I said, well, what's in that? He said, well, I know you like desserts, so I made you a banana's foster cheesecake. He got up at three in the morning to make that for me, Uh And he's had it in a big box. I brought a box so you can take it home. And I said, this is so wonderful, but I will bet that I will not have one scrap to take home once everybody in the station knows about it. And so we all scarfed it down. Of course. (laughs) So- remember we
0: used to have problems sometimes with some of the station staff. They'd get into the food before we even got the chef on the air.
2: Yes, and Did
1: we always had food house. on air.
0: Hey, gang! After the program was over, you know,
1: was the most <laughs> most popular person around,
0: Linda. Remember, it, we, was,
2: it was my personality, or was it the food? Huh?
1: Oh we, no, had, we it was had a definitely
0: fr- we had a frenzy here when the 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 woman brought the Joe Stone crabs over.
2: Oh, the too. woman you mean the owner? <laughs> the owner, yeah, Joanne Joanne Bass. Bass. Right. <laughs> Joanne Bass, right? And um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or, or when Paul Pudom came in to the studio several times. He cooked on air and talked. He, he made us
0: go- Cajun fettuccine, a Cajun right. chicken fettuccine and on a propane stove here.
2: Right here in front of us as we're, as we're on air. And he was on several And I think times. the fire
0: alarm went off too because he had the,
2: Another time we had a chef come in and he was cooking out in the hallway and he set off the fire alarm and the whole fire brigade came. Yeah, he was
0: grilling fish out there. Yeah. It things. didn't stop. He
2: just picked up his pan and went outside and finished cooking it. Let's go to line two. We have Paul. Paul in Fort Lauderdale. Hello, Paul. You're on air. Hi, Linda.
5: I wanted to share a memory. When Joe was out with his injury or surgery or something last year, and you had made a bunch of samples, and you were so used to having Joe the Labrador next to you, and you kept the shoving the shoving the samples at poor Barney, Bonnie, and Barney's going, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't remember what you made, but it was. I said, poor Barney's choking all this stuff down, and.
1: Yes. Yes. Joe never had a problem with it. That's true.
0: (laughs) You know, you mentioned that Bonnie doesn't cook. Well, she makes some soup that's pretty good. But she once made a chicken breast. She called me. She was microwaving it without any salt or pepper. She was just putting it. I wasn't
1: microwaving it.
0: You were going to microwave it. No,
1: I was putting it in the toaster oven.
0: But with no salt or pepper. No salt. No nothing. Just plain. Can you believe that?
2: I I, I don't (laughs) mix it in family conversations. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's go and talk about, you know, we had Julia Child on, and, you know, when the <clears throat> when the movie came out of Julie Julie and Julia, uh, which was a wonderful movie, but it was kind of a caricature of her. Who played
0: her? I forget. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Right. Right.
2: Right. But I wanted people to hear her real voice, because, as you know, I knew Julia, and I stayed in her home in the south of France, and um, <clears throat> we have an excerpt. Uh, of Julia. Let's listen to her. I was welcoming Julia. So let's listen for just a half a minute of Julia Child. Welcome, Julia. I'm happy to to be with you. One of the things that I think everyone admires about you, and I do as well, Julia, is your practical, honest, down-to-earth wisdom. Well, that's that's what we need, don't you think? Absolutely. I have to say one of your quotes comes to mind. Uh, If you're alone in the kitchen and you drop the lamb, you can always pick it up, because who's going to (laughs) know?
5: That's right. I think another very important thing is when you have guests, never apologize. I think it's awful when you go to someone's house and they say, well, this didn't turn out very well or that something. Then you notice it. and You think, well, it really isn't very good, is it?
2: Right. So,
0: <laughs> That's
5: so I think you just put on some more parsley and serve it for
2: Well, call it by a different name and serve it. Yeah, right?
5: <laughs> but nobody knows what you're aiming at. Exactly. Except Jude. And then it makes people uncomfortable that they have to say, oh, no, it's delicious and so forth.
2: Huh. Well, that was a Good yeah. lesson. A
1: lot of wisdom there. Right.
2: And You know, she's amazing. At one time, um, I had a television show here, and we were on the way to the studio, and she was in the car. She said, Linda, stop for a minute. And I said, what's the matter? She said, um, I need to have a notebook. I need to take notes. And we were near a Walgreens. So I said, okay. It was not a great area of town. And so she goes in, and she doesn't come out. And I'm, I, so her, her, her assistant was with me. I said, go in and get Julia. So she goes in, and she doesn't come out. I had one more person in the car. I said, if you don't come out, I'm calling the police. Anyway, they went in and brought Julia out. Everyone in this store recognized her, oh. and she was stopping to talk to everyone. Uh, and 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 again when we when she was signing books, and there were children in line signing books, and she would stop and talk to the children, "Are you going to cook now you be sure and cook and like, i mean she was just well, of a course of, they'd
0: recognize her she's like six foot two she was six was,
2: two yeah. yeah she wanted to be uh, in the, and the- worked for the o s s right yeah the s she wanted to do that, and they wouldn't let her because as a woman and that tall she was too recognizable, but that's how she met her her husband paul child anyway so so there were wonderful memories of that um <laughs> I just want to
1: take a moment to say it's Rosh Hashanah, and we haven't acknowledged that, and Linda, we're here anyway. Some people are in synagogue. But we want to wish everybody a sweet and happy new year um, that is observing Rosh Hashanah today, and we, starting last night, of course. And, okay. Okay.
2: We have one person or more who's uh, calling in, uh, Stephen Haas. Hello, Stephen. You're on the air.
5: Linda, how are you?
2: I'm fine. Are you on a speaker, Stephen? We can barely hear you.
5: Let me come off the speaker. Yes. I'm actually in a private office at this moment. I had to call in to wish you not only a healthy and happy new year, but just to wish you all the best. I know you're too young to retire. And Thank I said, you,
2: Stephen Hoss.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Way <Huss>. too young.
1: <laughs> Where are you? When are you going to open something?
5: Um, I'm actually. That's why I'm in a meeting right now. We're working on something actually very big, and uh, hopefully, I can announce that very soon.
1: We miss you.
5: Uh, I, I I miss everyone, and I love everybody's you know comments on Facebook and everything about City Hall, the restaurant. But hopefully, something bigger and better is actually uh, in the loop at this moment.
2: Okay, well, Stephen, well, it's always been wonderful to know you and work with you, and I appreciate your calling in.
5: No, you're kidding me. You know, I got I to gotta say something to um, the people who are listening. You know, You know, I'm the architect of Miami Spice, and it's 16 years old, and you've been part of it since day one, and you're one of the reasons why Miami Spice is one of the most successful restaurant programs in America. Between the Bureau, Susan, and everybody making this program happen, Sixteen years later, look where it is today. We are so excited to actually just, I'm going to announce this if nobody has yet, that we are, because of the hurricanes and because of all the devastation, we're expanding um, Temptations Month, which is Miami Spa, Miami Spice, and a few other programs to October 31st.
2: Wonderful. Oh, great. That's great to hear. So we can all go out and gorge ourselves at exactly. a, a reasonable price. Thank exactly. you so I much for we calling all need it. Thank you, Stephen. We need to go Linda, to a break now.
5: Whatever you need from me, I'm always here for you.
2: That's great to hear. Appreciate your call. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Bye, Thank
1: Stephen. Bye.
2: We're gonna take a short break. Okay. Here. Yes. We'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Hello. It's Linda Gassenheimer. It's we're doing our final uh, program for Food and Dining here with Bonnie and Joe. And we've been asking everyone to call in with your memories. Tell us your memories about Food and Dining. Um, that's 800 Nine, five, seven, six. And Bonnie, I got it right after You got 18. it right. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's good, Linda. <laughs> so please call in. Tell us about your your favorite moments of the show or what or what food and dining has meant to you or just want to say hello. We'd love to hear from you. 800-743-9576
1: or radio at org. Radio at WLRN.org. We'll read your emails.
2: Wonderful. Um, so l- let's talk a little bit more about, uh, do you remember when Rachel Ray came in? To the studio. No, I don't remember that. Falsehood. <laughs> <laughs> now he's red in the face, Actually, she came in
0: twice. Yes. You want to know what she was wearing? Or she Whatever. She was so
2: cute. Joe got so excited about Rachel Wade being uh, here. He invited his next-door neighbor to come in and meet her.
0: Much, much better looking than on TV. This well, was before she kind of put on some weight, too. Oh, Joe! Not too not, superficial, so, so. my god
2: <laughs> but let let me tell you oh. a little bit you know, as we 've been mentioning all along, talking to these people, and talking children's. about food has oh. been has been oh, always
0: <laughs> we're having our own argument over here <laughs> all
2: right we're, we're, we're talking now here, <laughs> okay, okay children <laughs> okay okay, and so um, but she's always so professional now, I did uh, some print articles with her, and i uh, my my copy editor wanted to call her and check some of the information. I got a call one Sunday morning. Hello, Linda. I said, is that you, Rachel? She said, yes. I said, Rachel, what's the matter? I'm in Italy, she said. "Um, You know, I got married last night, and I'm a little tired. I said, why are you calling me (laughs) if you just got married last night? She said, you needed information, and I needed to give it to you. That's how (laughs) professional she was.
1: Devoted.
2: A devoted person, um, and... It's just again pleasure doing business with such professional people. We have somebody on the phone here, and he's been a wonderful addition to our show many times. Matt Meltzer, uh, the Thrillist Miami editor for Thrillist Group. Hello, Matt.
6: Well, hey, Linda. How are you? Hey, Joe. I, I I was so sad to hear you're retiring because now when I go on, it's it's just me and Linda and Bonnie, and it's it's, it's just going to be a different a different dynamic in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's not the case. That's not. Hey, Matt. Good to hear.
6: You. Good to see you. Good to hear you. I guess because <laughs> I'm I'm not there.
0: Right. Well, Matt came aboard. How long ago? Like about a year ago. I don't ago? know, Matt. How long? Oh God, you- no! I it's, know
6: it's been like three years. I mean, I only see you about once every three it months. but so it's fast. been several years. But always, but he always really fun bri-
0: he, at- he really brightened things up. Yeah, him. yeah.
6: Well, no, thank you for that. You, I you think were it's a mostly- great addition. Do I it. appreciate that. Well, you know, it was going to have somebody to make fun of for, for being in bars too much, and I feel like I can fill that role for you I, guys. I was so going to say, I,
1: I can do. <laughs> I was going to say when you were sober.
6: <laughs> I, listen, I, sh- I showed up. I showed up responsibly for work. I mean, where I went after we were done. You know, that's that's my business. That's your I business. Was always, I was always on top of it, except that one time Evan Ben brought beer in, but I'm, I'm not responsible for that. That was Evan, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs>
2: Evan
0: got,
6: Ben, you ben
2: know, who at that time was the food editor for the Miami Herald, and now New yeah. Magazine. And of course,
0: I used to call him Brad Melt. Or after the uh, yes. yeah thank you you know I, my
6: goal in life is for people to confuse him with me you know not me with him he
0: related to Matt but, he's the mega know, the I, mega well, author of all the suspense books yeah
6: oh, he's got a TV show you yeah. know I go on your show which is very nice but it's uh, you know it's not my own show on the Travel Channel but, no it's been great working with you guys it's been a lot of fun and and uh, I, I will I will miss seeing you when I go in there Joe or at least uh, hearing you on the phone when I'm able to call in
2: you, well Matt you've been uh, terrific. Terrific to come and join us. Uh, Joe is going to be retiring. There's going to be a new show coming on, a uh, very exciting new show, and I've been told there's going to be food and dining on the new show coming through. So uh, Oh, well, good. Well, we'll you have my when... number,
6: so remember you know, <laughs> okay. when you do that. I'm All always right.
2: Praying. Matt Meltzer, thank you so much for calling. All right,
6: guys. Take it easy. Thank you. Bye-bye,
2: Matt. Bye-bye, Matt. Matt. Let, let's go to uh, line one. Uh, Rob in Fort Lauderdale. Hello, Rob. You're on the air.
5: Yes. I just wanted to call and remind you of the time that I called in and I got to speak to Jacques Pepin, and I was telling him about this dish he made that I love to cover in ketchup. And you go, oh, and then Jacques goes, me too, me too. I love ketchup. <laughs> and we went back and forth on all these glorious dishes we put ketchup on. And you're going, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I just love it. So that's quite, a, that's
0: quite a memory that you were chatting around with Jacques Pepin. Yes. Yes.
5: Yes, yes, it was great, and I've just loved you people for years, and I'm going to cry when you're off the air.
2: <laughs> well, thank you so much for that call. You know, Jacques um, is a personal friend. Uh, he's from Connecticut, and we have a summer home in Connecticut, and um, we spent many summers together. Uh, and so, with Claudine. With Claudine, mm-hmm. yes, his 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 daughter and all that, and <clears throat> you know, um, I was living in Europe, and so we, we I would spend the summers in Connecticut, and we we talk and I used to complain to Chuck I said Chuck I can't buy the good food that I get you know the ingredients I can't find them here and he just said "Oh, Linda, you're just a snob so <laughs> uh, he decided he was going to make dinner for me and he bought everything from the local supermarket including the cheese including frozen meat from New Zealand and he made the whole dinner and he said you see everything's wonderful here and I said, "Yeah, but Jacques, but it's Jacques Pepin making the food. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he could do anything, um, and he was. He really helped me when I came back to America uh, with my career. Um, and he's um, people don't realize that he, he's just a Jacques jo- 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 of all trades. He's a carpenter. He made a, a table um, without nails, pegs." Um,
0: wow. Well, he's a real renaissance man. Painter, uh, sculptor.
2: Painter. Um, gardener. He has, he has a master's degree in 18th century literature. Um, I had an old table in my home in Connecticut, and I had to get rid of it. It was just a big old monster. And he said, oh, I'd like it. So he came over, and he picked it up, and he refinished it. And it looked gorgeous. And I went to see it. And he said, well, Linda, he said, you can come visit it, but you certainly can't have it back.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> By the way, just a correction that Al writes in that I don't know what you said Julia Childs was in, but he's correcting it's the OSS. I, I said OSS. I yeah. thought you did.
2: Yes, it was the precursor well, of the CIA. Uh, CIA. Yes. Right, and we have um, Jerry in Fort Lauderdale. Hello, Jerry. You're on the air.
5: Oh, uh, Terry.
2: Is it Terry? I'm sorry, I couldn't see that. Right, Terry. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes,
5: it is Terry. Uh, Linda, I just wanted to say thank you very much for uh, all the years that you've been. Uh, speaking to us uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, have lunch up in the studio one Thursday with my partner William and I and uh, with Joe and Bonnie and uh, Joe and Bonnie let us sit in uh, at the round roundtable uh, when you had your guests in and it was an uplifting experience and I've looked forward each and every week uh, to your uh, dinner and minutes and it's just been a joy and a pleasure and you and all of you guys will
0: be missed. Actually, we remember you, Terry. I remember right? you, yeah. Terry, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yes, yes.
2: Terry, thank you so much for uh, calling in and um, for your your nice words. I appreciate oh, it. Thank you.
5: It's all from the heart. Thank
6: Thanks you very so
2: much. much. And
5: good luck to all of you all. I hope to hear you on the radio many more times in the future.
2: Thank you, Terry. Thank you. Thanks so much. Our telephone number,
0: right. if you'd like to join in, if you'd like to speak with Lynn the Easy enough, 1-800-743-9576, 1-800-743-WLRN. We have a couple of lines open. Also, you can email us. Bonnie will take that, radio at WLRN.org. We have one from,
1: uh, let me read this, from I wasn't Julia. Finished. Bonnie, oh. at radio <laughs> at
0: WLRN.org.
1: Sorry about that. <laughs> Linda Joe Bonnie love the program, love WLRN, but you need to tell the powers that be they need to do at least a quarterly restaurant roundup. Miss you all.
2: Okay. Well, that's that's interesting to hear. We'll tell we'll tell the powers okay. that be about that. Um, well, l- well, let's talk a little bit about um, when. Oh, we have to go to a break. Bonnie's pointing. We need to go to a break. Okay. I'm Linda Gassenheim. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with more. And we're back. I'm Linda Gassenheimer. And we're talking about a celebration of our 18 years together with Joe Cooper and Bonnie Berman. This is our last show, my last uh, food and dining show. Joe's going to be on for another week with Bonnie. Um, And uh, we've been just reminiscing and talking about all that. And we'd love to have you call in. If you have anything you want to talk to us about or tell your memories of food and dining, uh, it's eight hundred seven four three nine five seven six, And we have email, Bonnie. We do, radio at org. And I want to point
1: out, what did you see when you came into the studio today, Linda?
2: Oh, my goodness. There is this enormous bouquet of flowers from you and Joe and the staff here. And um, I didn't say too much because now I don't want to cry on air, and Joe <laughs> keeps telling me that that's good radio. <laughs> 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 well, let me say
1: what's in it. There's ginger and there are birds of paradise and gorgeous orchids, Vandas. Um how what, it's hydrangeas. Just huge, huge. Bonnie's
0: it's very enormous. good with orchids. Yes. yes. So
1: oh, Oncidian, oncidians as well. Those are orchids, those are the little yellow ones coming up. Um, and also dendrobiums. There are three, three kinds so, of orchids in there. So
2: I'm going to take a photo of it, and it'll be up on Facebook. So
1: okay, so you'll be able to. It's you'll, you'll really a, a gorgeous you, arrangement. It
2: really is a, a lovely, lovely surprise, and somebody's going to have to help me get it home.
1: <laughs> yes, that's heavier than uh, that, in, that. wouldn't even fit in your uh, little thing that you carry with
2: the food. Right. <laughs> no, it
1: certainly
0: Actually, speaking of those little things that Linda carries, when if you see her go out on the road when she does her food demonstrations – Talk about a well-oiled machine. She has the the, uh, the carrier packed in the order that she needs everything. Everything is is in compartmentalized. Everything is pre-chopped up, and it's just like a. Shoo,
1: shoo, yeah, well, that's why it's called dinner in minutes, and also, <laughs> that's how with the ta- with the food and the fancy food show, um, you would have everything labeled for us and, and
2: to taste it. And Bonnie, very organized. <laughs> that's another story. We have that's a another caller story. here. <laughs> um andrea in miami hello andrea
3: hello i am i was so flabbergasted to hear that you're all leaving the three of you are just so wonderful together your mature voices the varied programs that you've had in the past i work and i don't always get a chance to get in but i've been lucky to be off on many thursdays when you're all enjoying the food and expressing uh information that we all want and i really appreciate linda's the diversity my husband's vegan and i remember meeting you one night at a church uh in coral gables and with dr barnard from washington dc so you covered so many different areas of foods which brought it to the attention of all of us so i just want to thank you all for being so wonderful and i will miss you terribly
2: well that's so nice of you to say and thank you so much for calling in Um, and telling us that. So thanks so much, Andrea. Thanks, Andrea. And my end. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You
1: too. Thank something you.
0: Something I've always admired about Linda's work here is that you think, well, to do two 12-minute segments a week on food and dining, you know, you could think about two or three or four or five topics, but every week you have to come up with something. And she's done to the tune of 905 or nine hundred. You did the math. So... so th- <laughs> Think think of nine hundred ideas for a food program, and try that one.
1: Minus the um, first day of school.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes, we should have. What's her name? Penny, Parham. Penny Parham.
1: Yeah. Well, well, it's interesting. Another Listen, first you have, day of yeah, but you
2: don't have children in school, so you don't understand <laughs> what it's like no, to have know. to deal with we all know. of those uh, <laughs> no. lunches. But let's talk a little bit about. Um, we have a couple more excerpts I'd like to get to because they're so interesting. I think anyway. Recently, Dave Barry joined us. It was um, during Pledge, and he
1: had just written a book with two other people. And it's a Haggadah, which is the book that we read at Passover. I remember, I remember him week. saying,
0: Joe, Joe, you and I are the goyim here.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he did write it with two Jewish people as well. And the name of it was, For, thi- for This We Left Egypt. For <laughs> oh, this we left Egypt.
2: All right. Oh, Whatever. <laughs> but, Bonnie, you and I did a Facebook uh, Live Yes, program. you were laughing so hard you could barely <laughs> ask him any questions. I know, I know. Um, And let's <laughs> uh, let's go to an expert and listen to some of what Dave Barry had to say.
6: Can and I can I just address the desert part? Yeah, please uh, do. Because I, <clears throat> so I discussed this in the in the book. Did a little research uh, in the in the. The telling in the, in the Old Testament that Moses and the Israelites wandered through the desert for 40 years before they got to the promised land. Now, do a little math here. Let's say a standard Israelite wanders a thousand steps a day. And let's say each step is 1.5 feet. OK, let's say they don't wander at all on Jewish holidays <laughs> or on a Sabbath, on Shabbat. OK, even with all that non-wandering, they're still in 40 years going to wander. They could have wandered if they'd wandered in a straight line from the Middle East to Norway. And had, had they done that, the world would be a lot calmer and more peaceful than it is right now. Instead, they were still in the desert after 40 years, and, which tells us they were not wandering in anything close
2: to a straight line. Oh, God. That, that went on and on and on. Oh, it and it did. And um, you know, he, he, I asked him, I said, were you always funny? And he said, yeah, he was always a class clown. In fact, um, he was certified funny by his classmates. <laughs> Um and so that
1: yeah, right. that but that Haggadah which is the story of the Israelites getting out of Egypt and getting you know and obtaining their freedom in the Passover um story is just it, it really it was it's so a, funny. It, it, it's it's very funny.
2: But what was it was really funny <laughs> as well is that it was pledged so we yeah. wanted people to call in and there's a song people do during the Seder called Dayenu and it has many many verses and it keeps going and it goes on and on and on But it signifies
1: the end of the Seder so you really want to get to Dayenu because after you've sat there going through that Haggadah the Passover story for all those hours you haven't been able to eat yet this is when you can eat.
2: But what he did was they started playing that song on air here, and you I said got it. I brought it, I put it in, Yeah, and you put it in. You said we're going to continue to play it until <laughs> Dave says we're going to play it until you all pledge. So you're going to have to listen to it until you pledge, right? <laughs> and that was that was oh, Dave God. Barry God. on air. Was that was great. so funny. Um, and, and another person who came to the station, uh, well, this was amazing, Shannon Allen. And Ray Allen. Ray Allen was a ma- major basketball player. Some people may not know. Even I know that. <laughs> so there we go. Famous, he was a major for his for three pointers. The,
0: the shot that kept the Heat's uh, playoff uh, championship run alive.
2: Right. Oh, okay. Yes. And so, um, but they had a, a child who was ill, who had type 1 diabetes. And so sh- so Shannon was always looking for a um, healthy fast food place. And so they finally opened up their own place called Grown. Um and so she came on, and she's g r o w walk- n yes, not right. yes, <laughs> because you won't g r o a n <laughs> when you leave the restaurant anyway um so she came to the station, I went to open the door for her, and she brought a little boy with them and and I saw walking to the station this enormous, tall man, and I said, Shannon, is Ray Allen coming on air and she said absolutely Yeah, we
0: weren't expecting him
2: no. So he walked into the station and everybody starts running over to take pictures with him and he he was so happy to take pictures um with everyone but what I thought was really funny was you um somebody you were interviewing somebody he ran out of the studio and I said you Can have get to get back with you have to get back in uh and um so he <laughs> He took pictures with everybody. We have an we have an excerpt that I wanted to play, and then we have somebody very special on the phone. Go ahead, let's hear uh, Ray Allen speaking. I mean,
7: we're, we're partners in every sense of the word.
2: And um, I understand that both you, Ray, you've been working in the in, in the restaurant there.
6: Yeah, uh, people are very surprised when they walk in. They see me sweeping floors and making sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm
7: so mm. good at it.
6: And they they always ask, um, is this harder than? <laughs> playing <Then> basketball and <laughs> my response is always work is work no matter what it is if you stay committed and focused on it then you can set the bar however you want um, more importantly what's fascinating and exciting for me is to be able to walk through the restaurant and talk to people about what it is that we're doing why we're doing it we don't look at it as a restaurant we look at it as a way of life you know changing people's eating habits changing how people look at food change how people look at their bodies and hopefully start the conversation where people do want better for
1: themselves. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Thank you so much. Well, We have somebody here, Shannon Allen. You're on air with us. Hi, Linda. How are you? We're fine, Shannon. Thanks so much for calling in.
7: Thank you so much for having me on. I just wanted to say congratulations on just an extraordinary radio career and all of the love and light and knowledge about healthy eating and being responsible and making good choices and the impact that you've had on all of our lives. Thank you so much for setting the tone.
2: Well, Shannon, Alan, thank you, and thank you for all the good work that you and Ray have done uh, supporting diabetes and, and with your wonderful restaurant. I love eating there. <laughs> <laughs> Grown, at, it's in Pinecrest. Um, so uh,
7: thank you so much for calling, Shannon. Yeah, no, oh my gosh, it's been an honor, and thank you. Just We just are so excited about just the relationship and everything that we've been able to just learn from you, you know, gleaning serious kitchen wisdom from you over the years and your support of us and how we're out here trying to change the world. One organic certified fast food meal at a time. And thank you to your listeners (laughs) for supporting us. Miami has been going through a lot and all of South Florida and the world. It seems mother earth is not very happy with us. So I feel like together we can all do a little better, uh, a much better job. And it starts with how we take care of each other and, and kindness and, and how we take care of our planet. So um, it's a big job, but we're grateful to be on this team with mm. you guys.
1: Thank you so much. That's a great message, Shannon. Thank you. Shannon,
2: thank you so much. And thanks for, for talking with us. Appreciate your oh, kind words. Thank you. Lots of love, Linda. Keep it up. Okay, thanks. bye-bye. Bye-bye. Keep oh, Bye-bye. Nice. So as we're nearing the end of the show, mm. it's hard to say goodbye. <laughs> it is, Linda. Um,
0: You've meant so much to us.
2: And, and you to me. All of us together, we've been together, all this, and show, you know, after 18 years, we still talk to each other.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and who, yeah, all the little kidding and um, what word do I want? You know, she,
2: she, She's sticking the knife into me with her hand. That's what <laughs> no, she's
7: that's doing. A,
1: no, just the kidding that we had. It was, it was just, uh, well, we'll miss you. We'll miss food and dining, and we wish you the best.
2: Thank you so much. And thank you. And and we're still going to be around. Of course. course. We're still going to be here. Yes.
0: And we'll have dinner soon.
2: Yes, we will. And thank you so much for that wonderful bouquet of flowers that you've given me. Wow. Thank you.
0: Well, for the nearly 1,000th time on Topical Currents Thursday, we thank you for tuning in for Linda's food and dining. We all thank and show appreciation for Linda's longtime care and devotion in producing these segments. Our lead producer, Richard Ives, technical supervision by online content producer, producer Jason Zabka, Holly Landis as associate producer, and special help from Michael Stock. Of course, it's easy to find free audio archives of each program at our WLRN website. And there's also the Topical Currents Facebook page and the iTunes podcast. Our theme music, composed by Michael Levine, Bonnie,
1: I wanted to say there's also the Facebook Live today on the WLRN Facebook page. Joe, Linda, it's been swell. Tasty. It's been another tasty week, yes. <laughs> what wait, what did Fred used to say?
0: Always a pleasure.
1: Always a pleasure. Miss you, Linda.
0: For Linda Gastheimer, Joseph Cooper, and Bonnie Berman. Stay tuned for Here and Now, next on Where Else But NPR.